edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. And E-Money. All right, gentlemen. Please, please, please tell me one thing. Sure. <laughs> I mean, seriously, anything. What's going on? Oh, <laughs> holiday weekend coming up. A lot of horseshoes flying. Uh, the weather's going to be nice. Good stuff in Philadelphia area. But Yeah, very true. And we're supposed to get some terrific weather. Like we've had been. It's, it's hard to go to the office when these days are as sunny as they are. David, I can only imagine what those kids are going through. That is the true spring fever, man. Let me tell you something, Dean. There must be a lot of poon in the old Philadelphia area. You, you uh, eating lunch outside on the park bench, boy? Eating lunch outside, enjoying myself. It is... Uh, Quite a sight to see. You can't beat it. You can't beat it Beautiful. with a stick. The war- weather gets warm, though. Women wear less. And they're out there rollerblading. Oh, right on. I love it. So the F- Sixers did not move up or down in the NBA draft lottery. Any- what is that about? Well, they just have bad <laughs> luck. It's- but you know what's crazy to me is that Portland got the number one pick. Boston, they were the worst yeah. team in the league, and they're picking fourth. Fifth. Fifth? Yeah, they went all the way down to fifth. So they're losing. The two the two sure things are Durant and Odin. Yeah. And everything else is a crapshoot after that. It's just, it's mind-boggling to me. That is crazy. They're like, oh, what the hell? Oh, yeah. You guys just blew off the whole season. They went on like yeah. a 20-game stint where they didn't win a game at yeah, so all. They, so the, David Stern probably said, F them. Yeah. You know, you're losing games on purpose. It's not the way the league is supposed to be. We're not. We're going to give you a six-pick zone next year. When you lose all your games because you got nobody <laughs> anyway. Because you do really do stink. Then maybe we'll give you the first pick. Yeah. So that really does stink for teams that... Really need the help. The NBA is something like no other league where one person can make that big of a difference. Like, can you imagine if, if Tim Duncan was drafted by any other team? That team is in the playoffs or wins all these rings, you know? He's just an amazing player, and he turned that whole San Antonio squad around. So Shaquille O'Neal. He did play with David Robinson, though, one of the, the top yeah, 50 not, of all time. Yeah, but not re- they didn't really play together for a long time, did they? They played. Well, they won a championship yeah, together. I think you're, oh, okay. But I think you're greatly discounting Malik Rose on that team. True, I was. I mean, I never give Drexel enough credit there. Drexel gets credit? Drexel. But you can call it Grexel. I don't care what you call it. So the Sixers don't move up or down. They say they're not going to trade the pick, so they're going to pick some mediocre schlub. A bunch of them. Yeah, they have two picks in the first round this year. Three. Three, really? Yeah, I think it was 12th, 20th, and 30th, or 21st, or something like that. Gotcha. So it's just That's a big, promising. Well, not really, because they're all the same. Only, because only, you can only pick the two top players in the in the college thing, and then everything else is shit. Well, right. There's one, two. There's Odin, and there's um, Durant. Durant, yep. And then there's everybody else. So... You, right, you, they're just going to pick the best player available. Dude, they could get uh, Noah. That dude from Florida? Yeah. Ugh. Hey, he won two championships. If he has a winning attitude and he's coming up here, now they have a big player, a big boy down there. I don't think he has a winning attitude. I think he has a bad, poor attitude. Poor. Oh, he won two championships. Well, that's he's true. He's a winner. Yeah. Well, then don't come here. Right. Then, yeah, then don't you, come. You know what they're going to be picking? Philly. They're going to be picking another swing man. Someone who's not quite a shooting guard, not quite a power forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what is that? Mo Cheeks loves those dudes. Yeah. No, they definitely, that's the Sixers. Right, you know? They definitely have some work to do. Whoever they pick, they're not going to the playoffs next year. They're no. still going to be a couple years away. What do you think, 2009, 2010? Another uh, couple good drafts. Do they need drafts to make this happen, or do they need trades, major trades? And well, does Bill Keen need to spend some money? That always could help, too. I mean, you can't say, oh, no, not trades and free agency. Of course, that would help. Team spends money. It's just right. Drafting always helps. That's where you start off. Get a couple good players during the draft. Not the same player every year. But it's also. But I feel that the NBA draft is worse than any other draft in any other sport because I don't think that they that you really get true talent in the drafts because that I think the uh, 
the college basketball is more of a crapshoot than any other sport. Well, I don't know about that. You get you get you get superstars at one, two, and three, but then everybody else falls is the same person. Whether they play while they play different positions, they're not necessarily. There are amazing, amazing players like Odin. He's only nineteen still. You know, he's got a whole lot of learning to do. But he's like the Kobe Bryant style. You can put four years in him, and he'll only be twenty three. Right. Like same with uh, Garnett, who's still an amazing player. But in the NBA, you can't really make trades in money. It's hard because locked in money. Locked in money. Not only that, but you have to give the you have to give one hundred twenty five percent of the player you want of his worth. So you got to put all these crappy players together to get the one dude you want to get into the playoffs. And then what happens? Then you got no bench, or you got that's I think like with the draft, it's only two rounds. So when you're drafting the first seven, and you're taking someone who just has potential, like I mean, before last year, it was always high school guys are taking these high school players. Like, wow, this guy's so good. Well, it's because he's also playing against guys that are five ten. He's six right. nine. Of course, he's going to be jamming on him when he's playing against other guys. When he goes to college, he'll play against better talent. Now he gets drafted, and he can't handle playing against men. Now Eddie Carey. I mean, he had a rough time coming in. Yep, Kwame Brown. All these guys come in, they get pushed around for a while, they average two minutes a game, and these are your number two, your number three, your number four pick. So when you only have two rounds, it's kind of you know tough to do that. Yeah, it is. It's And then like Derek says, these are the guys that are getting the $3 million. Now you got to go out and get these other players to make less money. So you got to put six of them together. Right. So therefore, it's a very difficult draft. The, no, the whole NBA is a flawed system, and the, the league is starting to stink on... Well, right, they're the only ones who right. have like, that soft cap. You can give this guy as much money as you want, but if you go somewhere else, he's going to get less money. That's going to count against the salary. Okay, well, that guy's going to stay with the team then and make $30 make million money, and, yeah, right, of instead of going. It's just a shame that you see this... You see Billy King and you see other representatives of the Sixers and you look at them and they know they can't improve this team. It's in, it's just impossible. I thought the MBDL, MBDL was going to help the league a lot because then you can put these players down there and start you know, getting them better, grooming them. Because that's what makes baseball real good. You have different tiers. These guys are working up. You know, progressing through the whole league. So true, but there is such a different level between development league and the actual NBA. They're the people oh, right, that are huge. in the NBA are the best players, basketball players in the right. world, and it's, that's what it is too. It's such a huge difference. Guys that know they're not going to make it, but that are good enough, they'll go over to Italy. Yep, over there oh, yeah. they'll go and make money. Oh, they yeah. can make tons of money over overseas and all that. So why go playing this MBDL where they're not going to be making, making that much? Money, and yeah. maybe they might get called up, but they have the same chance of getting called across. You know, the pond. And say, hey, come on so, over. We need you. All right, let's move away from the Sixers. Uh, you know, unless Thank you got God. anything that's else that's the most I think we ever talked yeah, about. No, no doubt, it's, it was a monumental day for the Philadelphia Sixers. <laughs> not so much the Sixers, they stayed but right the, in the mud. But the NBA itself, the NBA, the NBA has a lot of problems with the draft, with trading, with money. Teams can't get good for a very long time. Hoodlums. They're thugs. They're a well, bunch of thugs. On, on let's, let's move on to the, who might be the biggest thug going on down right now. It is your boy, Michael Vick. Well, I'll say the NFL. Man, NFL's are. got the thugs. Yeah. Straight oh, up thug life. Michael Vick has um, been reported to have dog fighting in a house that he owned. So here's the details from how your I Your boy Portis is yeah, like, what's well, the big deal about I that? To, I talked about that in a second. <laughs> Did he have a wig on? <laughs> He might, he might, I wish he did because he, it wasn't me. That was super Portis. Some of the shit, <laughs> some of the stuff that was coming out of his mouth was ridiculous. But Michael Vick sold the $700,000 house that he had these dog fights in for $300,000. I guess he won a lot of money on the dog fights. Guess he wanted if he to move it. Yeah, if he doesn't have to worry about it. Um, they're in the house where treadmills modified for dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> a rape stand so that they could breed. Um, and he medication. Says, but he doesn't know uh, anything about that. No, my he, brother, he, my brother, man. And he knew nothing about it. So yeah, so he, they had tons and tons of things that were that was in his house that were meant for actual to have like professional dog fighting and gambling and everything like that. He hasn't been charged with anything yet, so don't get me wrong, but Looks like it's, a duck and walks yeah, like a duck. So yeah, he's going to be in some deep doo-doo if they ever put a case together and I hope he goes to jail for a long time. You can't. That's just tough, tough stuff. But Clinton Portis, moving to that. <laughs> so here's what Clinton Portis said anyway. He goes, if he owns the dogs and he owns the house, he should be able to do whatever he wants with them. <laughs> I can just imagine like Daniel Snyder like watching this interview at home in this nice plush couch with his you know five girlfriends around him. Like, hey, baby, doll watch. Hey, it's Clinton Portis, my boy right there. Guy's going to win me the championship. He's got a J in his mouth. Like, yeah. What did he just say? And like, dude, the spin control from the Redskins was out of control. Like, ton- a press release comes out. This, the Washington Redskins, the NFL, it's fan, you know, we mean it's front office, have nothing to do with what Clinton Portis is saying. Clinton Portis apologizes greatly for what he has said about regarding the Michael Vick situation. I think when he apologized, I think he had a little dog like Paris Hilton. Oh, no, I love doggies. As he was helping with the dog shelter and spaying yeah. and neuter animals. Does a little commercial. I mean, I really don't know what this guy was. Don't thinking. forget to curb your dog. But like he was j- joking about it, and he had his boys, one of his players, his uh, offensive lineman, with him, and they were jet- <laughs> lo- laughing about it. Hey, it's funny, mm. yeah, yeah. A bunch of dogs chewing each other's those dogs. Out. Yeah, rape stands and treadmills and f- feed and amphetamines and things like that. It's getting up started, man. No big deal. He's been doing whatever he wants. It's his property. And he goes. There's tons of dog fights going on in backwoods all over America. I bet the judge who's sentencing him has dog fights. <laughs> or knows where to find a dog fight. I know the cops, you know, the cops will pick him up because he's a name. There's tons of dog fights going on in Louisiana. I can find you 50 right now. Well, geez, man. Who cares? I bet One you Vic had a dog named Clinton Portis. Yeah, no doubt. I'm- this is a little Clinton. A little Port. <laughs> But he busted his knee out pretty early, too. <laughs> he had to have a little Adele come in and do it for him. No doubt, dude. But I, I think this means Clinton Portis needs to be drafted first round. He won't this year for the fantasy. Well, he's he's got to prove show. He always show himself, gets under yeah. consideration, though. So it's just an abominable situation. And, uh, Michael Vick has not been charged with anything yet, but there's, they're putting something rock solid together. He is going to be in some deep, deep trouble. He might go to jail. So there's a lot of people getting in trouble in the NFL right but now. But what if you're the Atlanta Falcons? Do you? Oh, you got to keep him. You can't do anything until he gets charged. You can't say anything. But what bad if he about gets him. charged? If he's charged with you know all these different counts of reckless endangerment to animals and you know if Ray Lewis was charged with murder, right? And, and the Baltimore Ravens did that. But it's a new NFL. Goodell doesn't fool around with this stuff. I mean, uh, one guy, the dude in Denver, right? What, I don't even remember his name. He. He struck his wife, allegedly, right? Allegedly. And the Broncos cut him like that because he went to jail. I mean, because he was in jail overnight. And the next morning... was that You mean the guy from Cincinnati, uh, Nicholson? No, I think okay. it was a dude from Denver. And the next morning, he wakes up, finds out he got cut, and his girlfriend says, he didn't hit me. I grabbed his cell phone, and, it's, and it slipped out of his hand. Like, they all say that. <laughs> Yeah. So Brett's wife was saying, yeah. "Well, when, when you when your man loses their job, <laughs> you're not going to get your ring and your bling bling. You better tell him the, down. Yeah, you're, the cell phone flew out of my hand. Too, you're right. Pal. You're right. She should Come say she now. hit herself. I had a mosquito on my face. Yeah, yeah. trying to wipe it off. When he's washing cars, she's not going to feel too bad about it. You know, when she when he can't afford that cell phone. <laughs> 
Exactly. So that yeah, that's a it's a crying shame though. I mean, if the guy wasn't charged with anything, but it's a new NFL. They want to weed out all these. You know, look at Chris Perry in Cincinnati. He's he's going through some serious trouble. Chris Henry. Right Chris Henry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what? Good because they're all a bunch of crazies in there. Look at Ricky no, Williams. He's like, yeah, I want to come back and play. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Had marijuana in you. Sorry, Ricky Williams. If you can't stay away from the ganja, man. I mean, how good of the weed must he be smoking to give up his entire life and money and contracts and fame and be fortune awesome. that weed has got to be the best weed i mean it's got to have you know it's got to have hookers next uh, feeding it to him can't you find something to block the tests like i know they pure can, blend or something they can test for all that now you're oh sons it. of bitches you know what yeah, just but don't I, do drugs man but don't do I, drugs if you're a professional athlete what I you think, do for money I think you can down like four gallons of Pure Blend and pass a drug test, but Ricky Williams doesn't do that. Instead of drinking Pure Blend and drinking lots of water to dilate the problems that he's having, he smokes more weed. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a terrible addict, and he needs to be eliminated from the NFL. Bye, bye, bye. Mike Ditka made a huge mistake, but you know what, Mike Ditka? What are you going to do? At the time, you thought he was going to be hit. I mean, there's tons of Eagles fans out there, and you are all listening to us right now who booed, who really wanted his guy to play here. So. Oh, it's a shame. It's just a but dude, and that's Ricky's agent keeps saying, "Hey, he has that disorder, being out in front of public, and that's the only way he can cope with it." Well, imagine if he did come, uh, if Ricky did come to um, Philly, and he would have been it would have been an easy place to get his drugs. He's just got Andy Reid's kids. <laughs> you know, he would have been a great, great uh, score for him. But they would have wow. been making yeah. Money hand over fist. Though. Yeah, it would be perfect. And he doesn't even have a notepad over here. That came right from his scout. Not too bad, E-Money. Not too bad at all. See what happens when he talks into a microphone? Yeah, you know that. You can hear him. Like He says that like a great joke like four times a show. You just can't hear him. <laughs> too busy getting a beer. Dave, I want to move on to the NHL Finals. Good. Awesome. I know you guys aren't watching it at all. Last no. night, the Ducks played awesome. Chris Pronger, Niedermeyer. So JS break down, break down the game for me real quick. I heard they scored late. The Ducks. Um, no, the Ducks were up the whole time. They were up three three nothing. I think it was three one. They made it four one, and uh, Detroit scored two more. Made it like a close game, four three. But Anaheim was beaten the whole time. They were winning. I think it was two nothing after the first, three nothing after the second. I believe it was. Is Hasek done? He should be. I don't know why he's still playing. He's done his job. He's, he's, he's been around the block. Dude, Chris Chelios is like fifty nine now. I think. I bet. So he should be retiring. There's a lot of guys though that are young on Detroit that they just keep reloading. Right. They'll be fine. Yeah, they Big, will. Hockey, so you, hockey Town USA, boy. Is <laughs> hockey back, though? How's the ratings? Any idea? Oh, they're probably horrible. Where, uh, where, what channel are they even playing on? I don't even know. Versus. What, what channel is that? Versus. The old OLN. Yeah, oh, uh, all right. They have... Versus has their own high-def channel. So, I mean... That's cool. Yeah, all the games are in high-def. You and, can't deny. I mean, yeah, they if play you play like NBC. Hockey, I mean... I talked to a friend of mine every Thursday night. He says how much the season, I mean, how much the uh, playoffs are really, really stepping up. And yeah. It's great hockey, and he's having a blast watching it, even though the Flyers aren't in it. Well, this late in the game, they're never in it anyway. Right. Most Flyers fans aren't watching it right now. Right. But hockey fans are watching Right. It. And that's what it is. Like, I mean, here, not us, but in Philadelphia, it seems like if you're an Eagles fan, you're still a football fan. If you're a baseball or a Phillies fan, you're still a baseball fan. If you're a Flyers fan... That's it. You really don't care about hockey. I don't know if it's because it's not on every channel that like you can just yeah, turn it on exactly. and watch it. It's hard to Me, find. myself, I will gladly jump online, check it out. The paper, I'm always checking it out. And that's an article in the paper. It was talking about uh, Daniel Breer. Uh, we were saying, hey, who's going to come here? 
And he goes, everybody's saying I'm jumping ship. I'm going to try to get $6 million a year. He goes, if Buffalo wants to keep me and spend less money, I will stay here. Right on. So It's a good organization right now, too. Right. And that's if he around. stays there and uh, Drury. Oh, yeah. The Flyers, and there's two guys the Flyers wanted to get. and It's going to be a nice offseason. It's crazy because I thought they were going to take Ottawa, man. I, th- I thought Buffalo had it. I did but two I'll years in a row. What, I thought Buffalo was going to take. What is, and they just haven't gotten been able to get past that point. Almost mm-hmm. like the Flyers in these last fifteen years, they just haven't been able to get past that point. Right. And I thought. I really thought Buffalo had it this year, but obviously not. Dude, Ottawa's got some great players too. Between Spaza, Alfredson, I mean, real nice players. They got a real good team. Well, of course they do. They're going to the Stanley well, Cup. Of course, yeah. who wins the Stanley Cup this year? I would love to see the Ducks. I'm a, I, I like Chris Pronger. He's a good guy. He got suspended for. I guess it was game three or four for he had a hit from behind, put the guy on the boards, and they suspended him. And everyone's like, this is going to ruin the Ducks' chance. The goalie's just been hot. I mean, he's the one keeping him in it. Right on. So, and we do say a hot goalie will get you where you need oh, to go. definitely. Yes. But what does it do to the state of the National Hockey League when a team named after a poor Disney movie wins <laughs> the Stanley Cup? You know what? doesn't matter. <laughs> well, they're not called the, or the Ducks of Anaheim anymore. They're just called the Anaheim Ducks. They're not the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, no. So they did change it a little bit, right? But they're still but, they still have that logo, right? They, they well, they changed it a little bit, but they still got a goofy duck right. on there, right? It's not going to do anything. You know what? It's going to make more people start watching it, saying, "Hey, you know what? Next year, all we need is one or two key guys. We're going like a Flyers fan or a Tampa but the Bay season fan." Season is so terribly long. Now you got a good non-hockey. hockey, right? Yeah, don't don't diss the season. I would. What is too long are the playoffs. Every time, I'm yeah, that's what it. I don't understand. The playoffs are just insane. Yeah, my wife comes down and she goes, "It's, it's still, still on. on." Yeah, I said yeah. it's going to be on in June. Well, that's you know? well, that's how they. The NHL needs to make money, and the only way, real way to make, for them to make money is their television contracts. And the only way for the television peeps to get their money back is to commercial you to death. Right. And that's what Versus in, is doing right now. So but that's what they got to do. Wait till it gets on NBC. Jeez. I'll tell you what, though. Anaheim wins. Emilio Estevez is going to make some money because those DVD sales are going to go up. <laughs> no I'll tell doubt. you that right now. Money. Always insightful. Yeah. Joshua Jackson, or whatever his that name was. That was his name as the coach? No, no, no. Uh, the young kid. He went on and did, um, uh, what was that? The Blair Witch? No, no, no. He Poor. did, what's it called? <laughs> no, he was came like a bigger actor. He did that kid show, or not that kid show, uh, Dawson's Creek. Oh. He was on Dawson's Creek or whatever. Good for him. Uh, wow. Not wow. that he became a big actor, but making, uh, making more money than me. So. Out in Kumar, go to White Castle. That was a Katie Holmes moment in there. Wow, what'd she do? What was she in there? Remember they watched the movie and they say we're going to see Katie Holmes tits. Oh yeah, I just saw the Jewish dudes. Yeah, and say uh, <laughs> many and Shevitz. Yeah, yeah, many and Shevitz. <laughs> Suck on this. <laughs> Those guys are so gay for each other. All right, uh, they, I think Harold and Kumar go somewhere this summer. Go to Amsterdam, I believe. I don't know uh, what, the, what they're doing. I don't know what the uh, what the premise is, but I hear they're coming back to the old big screen. We like the movie very much here in the basement. There's no doubt about it. Okay, let's well, move real down. Real quick with the, the NHL. I really think, I agree with you, cut down the game some. They can easily take 10 games off. You know, that's the whole month of September, or October. Right. Start November, and then you do got to take off some of these teams. If not, go the first round as a best of three. You don't need four rounds of... Yeah, what's with all the rounds? Yeah. Exactly. But the first round is a best of three. Really, anything can happen. The a, an eight can easily beat a one, right. In a best of three series, well, yeah, right. So that so the playoffs not really fair, has to though. stay. Then, well, you either have that, or you say, okay, we don't have any more eights. We have one through six. You can't give someone time off there. You can't say, okay, one and two have a bye because 
off two weeks, that will just kill you. Kill you. Then, in that kind of sport, I can see that, yeah. no doubt. Then you're fooling around with revenue. And that's exactly. Where and that's, money talks. So that's what I'm saying. Especially in the NHL these days. We're not, not even best of three, even best of five. But you're fooling around with revenue mean, in a, on a, a channel that I don't even know what channel it is. Well, that's poor, I mean, that's poor marketing on it's Comcast. Doesn't Comcast, isn't that Comcast owned yeah, that channel? It's, yeah, it's I'm 38. Sure. I mean, it's yeah. one above... The Phillies. All you have to do is hit up, and there it is. Oh, then I'm there. Uh, Wonder about the below. Phillies. Speaking is of it? the Phillies, oh, got to. I, I got to find out if they won before I say it. Oh, you don't want to jinx them like you did last week? I didn't jinx them. Bullshit, you didn't. I mean, hey, he's got a no. He got no hit. I didn't say it all. It was a jokey money. But he still has a perfect game, right? <laughs> right? Does he have a perfect game? He does have a perfect game. Why is this game still? Holy shit! That's what happens when you bring uh, Rosario in. So, we turn the game off. Top of the ninth. 7 3. 7 3 Phillies. Come on, we're going to record this. 7 3. It was 7 3. We we turned the game off. We said, this is over. It's getting late. Let's record this. And we should know better. But as we said last week, we turned the game off. Did he Uh, catch that ball? Yeah, he caught it. Oh, I thought he hit him. We turned the game off just because it makes it hard to record. Everyone's looking at the TV. So we turned it off saying the game is over. Now we're moving to the 10th. Moving to the 10th. Marlins score four in the bottom of the ninth. Oh, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> I wonder if it was uh, Cabrera coming through again. Something happened, dude. Something major. Well, something definitely had to happen. Something happened. You know what? Especially when that base is loaded. But as they Phillies had to bat fans, around at the, the top of the bottom Phillies of the ninth. Fans, we should know better than to turn the game off before we start recording. However, we don't start recording until after it's in the extra innings now. Now we're just angry. So everybody listening to this show, we got on. We were cordial. We were waiting to get to the Phillies. Evan was happy. Evan was happy. I now, was. Now we're angry. Now we're angry. We're, now we're back to where we were before. Just angry and pissed off. Philadelphia BS. Phillies BS. Uh, Phillies BS. Phillies BS. We'll blame this one on D-Man, you too. You know what the problem he, is? He jinxed it again there. Let, before I say anything. No. Yo, let me ask you guys a question. What what uh, year did the organization start? 1896? Uh, Am I right on something like that? Uh, 88, the, 19? Are you getting to the 10,000th loss? I'm not there. No, I'm not getting <laughs> to that. Because that, that just wanna, I just want to like kill myself. That's right around the corner. But... um. One World Series? It's it's pathetic. One World... Yeah, that's right. I'm at the mic now, boys. It's, no. it's pathetic. I mean, it's just, Think about it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, think about all those people who were diehard Phillies fans from all the way back then until 1980. When, like, think about the people who died in 79. <laughs> like, who really didn't see so it. Not, the guy's like 99 years old. Yeah. I just want to see him win. That'll Buried be, in that'll be me in 2020 or whenever I'm... 2030. Yeah, well... Uh, guys, I really I think it's important to know this. The Phillies scored too many runs in the top of the ninth inning. Because if they would have kept it in, an, into a save situation, they would have had Myers in there. But, but when does Myers only pitch on save opportunities? I don't now? know. Charlie still... Manuel thinks he's a hot manager now. No, you can't beat. You can't. You can't blame Man, uh, Manuel for this one. No, of course not. But what I'm the saying, Manuel said, "There's four the Manu- runs. Manuel's you don't Manuel. put in your. It's not a safe situation. You put your closer down. All even though he's hyped up. So." Do you agree with me? They scored too many runs. Oh, so they definitely did. Next time this happens, you say don't score more than three runs because we need a save situation to get Brett Myers in there. You trip Rowan so he doesn't uh, make it home. Guys, I'm just, I'm Yo, just, uh, I'm dumbfounded. Hey man, um, um, let's we have to figure out how this these these runs happened. 
How did they happen? Was it a grand slam? Was well, it? Dude, they definitely had a batter round because there was three men on with the batter there plus four runs. Yeah. Let's break down the ninth inning for all those listening. We didn't see this. Bottom of the ninth. Pitcher change. Brett Myers replaces Antonio Alfonseca, batting ninth. So he came in for the save situation anyway. He started. He he came in. Even though it was not a save situation, Myers came in. Okay. Todd Linden singles. Alfredo Amazianga singles. Dan Ugla triples. On a fly ball to right field, Shane Victorino scoring two. 7-5. No outs. Coaches visit the mound. Oh, imagine what they said. Suck it dick. Hanley Ramirez hits a sacrifice bunt. Dan Ugla scores. 7-6. Cabrera strikes out. One out. Josh Willingham hit by pitch. That's the third Marlin that was hit by a pitch today. Really? Yep. Offensive substitution. Pinch runner Reggie Abercrombie replaces Josh Willingham. I love his clothes. <laughs> Jeremy Harinda... Strikes out swing. Two outs. You can still got Myers in there. Aaron Boone signals on a line drive to left fielder Jason Worth. Hanley Ramirez scores. 7-7. Seven, seven. There it is. Charlie Manuel ejected by umpire Tim Tremond. Phillies catcher Rod Barajas ejected by Tim Tremons. Whoa. What the what hell happened? did we miss? Something we happened missed. at the we plate? Missed. Serious shit. With Mag... With... Oh, Jesus Christ. Does the Marlins have any American players no. on their team? Anyone, anyone that swims anybody? over, they'll put on the team. I can't pronounce these names. With Manuel Olivo batting wild pitch by Brett Myers, Reggie Abercrombie to third, Aaron Boone to second. Tony Montagna to third. <laughs> Injury delay. Pitcher change. Clay Condry replaces Brett Myers batting ninth. Miguel Olivo walks two outs. Todd Linden lines to pitcher Clay Condry three outs. So Myers is Went wow. crazy. Manuel went crazy. Barajas got crazy. So why was he warming up and did they sit him down? I don't have no idea. Because it wasn't the same situation. Why did he come in? We're yelling about not bringing him in, but he, they brought him in. and he. That's, when you're warming up, you warm up until you go in. You don't warm up, sit down, and then go pitch. That Dave, just makes no sense. Dave, I agree with you. And hence the bad, very poor inning by your closer, Brett Myers. I would love to know it. I, I got to see this. Guys, I mean, We, I'm glad we didn't see it. No, not me. I'd like to see why uh, Manuel got ejected. What well, did he do? Probably because his pitcher was getting squeezed. I mean, he was losing this lead. Dude, I'm thinking what's called. To Unlo- his division was, rival. There hasn't been some, a play at the plate. That's right. Someone could, had to be thrown out at the plate. Brahas out of the ball. Or, uh, you know, hit by a pitch. Or something must have happened. Brahas must have got ejected first, and then the manager came I out. just read it to you in order. But hold on. Oh. Who, who threw him out? Wasn't it the third base ump? No, it was the same ump. No, that's. I thought the third base ump threw out Charlie Manuel. No, ejected by home plate umpire okay. Tim Temmins, and then Phillies catcher Rob Barajas ejected by home plate umpire Tim Temmins. That's yeah. I thought it was third base umpire Temmins. Timmins. T- Tim sure. Timmins. F him. You're not Tivoing this or anything. No, I'm not Tivoing it, Damn. Dave. It was a it was a four run lead. You should still Tivo all the games. I should Tivo all the games so what? I can watch myself. I Tivo all the games. Team Disintegrate by myself. Like to introduce myself. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> All right, the Phillies got one. They got Jimmy Rollins on third with one out. Guys, get on the mic real quick, E-Money. Say something productive. productive. I got to ask you a quick question. What's the over-under right now if you are a betting man, percentage-wise, that Jimmy Rollins scores in this inning? 30% he scores with one out? No, I think he's going to score. I'm, I'm thinking uh, I'll take, if she's 30%, I'll take the over all day long. 60%, you think? What's the chances, Ev? Chances, I would go 50-50 on this. First and third, one out, 
It's possible. You can do a lot of things. You squeeze it. You can do a lot of things. Just no DP, no DP. Well, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I think odds on are going to be DP because that's if they were worried about him scoring, they'd probably move in, bring the infield in. They're playing double double play depth here. And who's up? Is it uh, Dobbs? Uh, it's Utley, I think. No, no Utley already not. flew out. Okay. Yeah, that's Dobbs. Is that Dobbs or is that Worth? They all look the no, same. That's Worth Dobbs. is what's called. Worth's old man. He's a, a righty. Okay, so that's Dobbs. Dobbs can hit. All right, I got it right in front of me. And he can also uh, he he's good in Dobbs. clutch. He's a good in clutch situation. Dude, look at that wind just blowing too. Yep. Um. Wow. This game got out of control. Amazing. But guys, do you feel like do you feel like your your insides couldn't handle it? Are you glad that you didn't watch it? No, I feel the goosebumps that we've been talking about last yeah. week. Give me a break. <laughs> the goosebumps. Yeah. And that was a great picture, man. I tell you what. All- Thank you very much. <laughs> what, what picture was this? Farrah Fawcett. She had goosebumps. Oh, yeah. It just reminded me of like Dobbs strikes fever, out. Man. Now you got two outs. So Attica, Attica. your fifty percent um, of Rollins scoring from third has just gone to point five zero percent. Yeah, probably. With I felt with. The, I felt the breeze from here. Yeah, that was that was nasty. Um, gentlemen, Engelberg, that is a bunt. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> There's chocolate on this ball. <laughs> I got a slow metabolism. <laughs> Oh, it's criminal. Let's load the bases with two outs and then have the next guy strike out. That'll, that'll, that'll. That'll be worth. Yeah. Oh, is it worth? It's not worth it. (laughs) It's just not worth it. Being a Phillies fan sucks. It does, man. I'm thinking about being a Marlins fan. You can't lose to the Marlins like this, man. Guys, this is your division rival. While the Mets and the Braves, one of those teams is going to win. Atlanta lost. I mean, you think Atlanta lost? 3 nothing, I believe. Yeah, baby, Yeah! The, the relief yeah, pitching still has like to that. come in. I can't. I can't scream, dude. There's good stuff here. Now I. Now dude, I'm too fucking high. All what I know is what's cool. What do watch the game, and now I'm too have high. Moderation, dude. Top moderation. of the ninth. Fuck. Top of the ninth. Aaron Rowan put it in the right field. He had no problem you screaming then. Yeah, I don't now. even understand what's going on, dude. Yeah, that was really loud. That was really. I see money for is, you. Isn't it? Isn't it a good time to be loud right now? Yes, it's a great time to be loud because they took the lead in the. Thank you for allowing me to clap. Top of the ten and, and be, be celebratory in my quest for the Phillies win. Good job, you money. Way to put that succinctly. <laughs> was that all right? Let's there? get it done. Let's get it done. Eight you gotta, seven. You got to score now. You got to score. Who's that? Now they're bringing in Rosario. Now they're bringing Rosario in. Come on, get get it going. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, just until the um, until we can get to the point where the Phillies or Rosario hits the mound, I go. I want to hit you guys up with a site that uh, was brought to my attention today. It is called. It's getting a lot of positive press around the uh, mainstream area, and you was you've probably seen it mentioned on Sports Center once in a while. These quotes have been mentioned on Sports Center. It's once called in a while. Cole Hamill's facts. This guy put they together about something on Sports Center. Well, you have to understand where it comes from. It's the labels itself as the original ridiculous facts about a professional athlete page. And here you go. Let me run down some Cole Hamels facts to you. The number one they have, and it's their seems to be their slogan, is Cole Hamels will win one Cy Young and eleven Cole Hamels. Oh wow! So he's going to be that good? Yes. So he's going to be that good. So you who's hear, the webmaster Cole Hamels? So you want to hear a couple of them? Pull whole rotator cuff next year. No. What did they do? Did they just change everything from uh, Chuck Norris to Cole Hamels? Yes. Right. So it's it's something like <laughs> exactly. that to that point of view. Um, let me just rip you guys off a couple. For Halloween, Chuck Norris went as Cole Hamels. <laughs> the chief export of Cole Hamels is K's. <laughs> it's not funny. All right, let's move on. 
<laughs> when Cole Hamels punches people, he breaks his own hand. <laughs> that one's actually true. You could do this when we leave. One you can time, go over all these. Right. One time, Cole Hamels spent 40 days in the desert. To survive, he ate whole camels. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, what else you got? Give me another one. When kids go to bed, they wear Superman pajamas. When Superman goes to bed, he wears a Cole Hamels jersey. <laughs> They're getting worse. Right, let me get some more. Oh, I, I can't wait. Okay, hang on. What's your number one? Okay, wait a second. Cole Hamels taught Greg the Bull Lewzinski how to barbecue. Wow, this is really dying a slow death. Hello, is this thing on? I hear crickets there, D-Man. Cole Hamels does not throw pitches. He controls them. The sun does not set. Cole Hamels throws a fastball at it every night. (laughs) When it rains, God is crying because he knows Cole Hamels is not pitching that day. Which one of your buddies from your uh, computer geek friends came up with this? The ending of the new Harry Potter book, Cole Hamill strikes Harry out. <laughs> oh, that's it for me today. Oh, that's awful. All right, two out in the uh, bottom two, of the 10th. Two Ooh. out in the bottom of the 10th. Aaron Conjure's Rowe's not used plate. to someone in left field coming over to get the ball. No doubt. He's yeah, like, what are you so doing true. over here? That's so Patch, true. Patch I think that was his look, too. He's like, what the heck? Yeah, Is there somebody out here? That was awesome. Burl's eating a dog with his, uh, his date tonight. <laughs> He's talking to the, the hot dog guy. Did you see that breaking ball? It was too high. How's he calling that a strike? That was great. He really was surprised in his face. That was awesome. That was, was, he had to like, yeah, call somebody yeah. off. He had to call him off. So you guys didn't like the Cole Hamels facts? No, not no. at all. Maybe it was my delivery. No, it wasn't. Maybe. <laughs> all right. Inside, Can the Phillies pull it out? What you, what'd you do? You pull it out. Dude, as long as uh, Cabrera, the, did you know, the Philly masher, the Philly killer. Didn't you yeah. know that? <laughs> Evan, you just spit all over Oh, me. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I never knew extra innings get you guys so excited. Nah, Cole Hamels does. Yeah, Cole Hamels is great. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now I have to leave that whole segment in because you made a good joke. <laughs> Now you got Cabrera up. You know, this is, you knew they weren't going to get three straight outs. And you knew they were going to get to Cabrera. It's just like good theater. That it is. It's a tragedy. Chasing the high cheese there. God trusts Cole so much to deliver that he sent Cole to give Moses the Ten Commandments. (laughs) D-Man, you should just like read these every morning so you'd be happy for the rest of the day. I I can't believe how much you're you're really digging that. I can change it to E-Money if you'd like. (laughs) He's going to write a card to Patty. I love you so much. I love you more than Cole Hamels does. <laughs> Something goofy. Yeah. Please tell me someone's paying you to I read that. Ball, boy. <laughs> when Cole was five years old, he impregnated a woman. Nine months later, she gave birth to an eight-pound, six-ounce bar of gold. On that Phillies note. Win. Phillies win. Your new Phillies win. Phillies win. <laughs> Your new closer, Clay Condry. No, Rosario. No, that's Condry on Condry, the mound. Condry. Uh, I thought they brought Rosario out. No. Cole Hamels skydives with no parachute. Nice. Cole Hamels invented socks. Because <laughs> Cole was cold. Cole doesn't get cold. Cole Hamels pulls more tail than a veterinarian. Come on, Dave. One of these you got to crack on. Does he? When I look Only to if the- Cole Hamels was here, tell me him. When I look to the east in the morning, Cole Hamels comes over the horizon. 
All right, everybody. That's it for me. Let's get some party shots. Cole Hamels' preferred catcher is Cole Hamels. Okay, let's do party shots, please. Go ahead. Dave. I forget what I was going to say. I, I just Hopefully had, it's something yeah, with Cole Hamels. Yeah, Cole Hamels just is on my brain. Because I got Cole Hamels on mine. I'm going to be no, saying something. The only thing I really want to talk about was uh, I hate the Yankees. Go ahead. Not just because of Clemens, but it's the whole team. I hate the team. I like some of the players that play on it. A-Rod. Giambi, I have no problems with these players. I hate Derek Jeter. Okay. I'm tired of seeing on Saturday, on Sunday night, Monday night baseball. It's everywhere. They're everywhere. It's the goddamn Yankees. It's Talk about a draw. It's good and bad for them, I think, though, too, because they're always in the spotlight. They can never screw up. They're just they're not a very good team. Right, right. They're a horrible team right now. They're below 500. They're going to be a horrible team for the whole year. You know what? Put on, please put on other games. I wouldn't mind watching the Angels, the Tigers. Like if they're going to be putting on American League, the A's. I totally agree with you. Give me something I, else. I get tired, especially when it's Oak, or uh, Boston versus the Yankees. They think they need to play that Saturday, Sunday. If they had the four game played on Monday afternoon. Hey, this needs to be on TV. Meanwhile, Boston's ten games ahead of them. Yeah. It's like not even like it's not even worth the. It's not a game right now. I hate the Yankees. I hate the owner, the manager. Hate the whole organization. Yep, I totally agree with you. You want to go ahead? I was at a diner this, today in uh, the lovely state of New Jersey, and uh, I went up and paid my uh, my fare there, and I saw this woman who was taking my money with a Mets, all these Mets pins all over. And I said, the Mets? What's with the Mets all over you? And she's like, don't tell me you're a Yankees fan. <laughs> oh, great. The only two teams in the world. I, I said, no, I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm a Phillies fan. Oh, all right then. So I go, what do you what do you like the the Mets? Oh well, I'm from Connecticut, and I said, what the hell does that mean? You're from Connecticut. I'm, I don't. Oh well, you know, I grew up in Connecticut all my life. I go, oh yeah, my buddy's a big Mets fan. He grew up in Pennsylvania too, so I don't know what's going on. Are there any New York fans that uh that like the that like the Mets? I'm like, I don't even understand where you're coming from with the, with, uh, with Connecticut. Did you give her the whole? You stink. Yeah. <laughs> you smell, pal. Um, so, you know, F the Mets, man. F, F the Mets and the Yankees. Let them have their limelight, you know. Let let, let that all happen. And, the, and now the the Mets and the Yankees had that little Subway series on Fox we were watching on Saturday. Garbage game. Absolutely garbage game. But, uh, you know, and don't forget about June 30th, everybody. Also, just one thing. There was a play at the plate. That's what it looked like. The guy slid underneath Brajas, and I guess they were calling him out there. But we didn't even talk about it. I mean, this was probably one of the better games Garcia pitched. Yep. Made it into the, the sixth inning. Right. It's a shame. He has nothing to do with the, the outcome there. You would like to see him get a win. I mean, he's one in three, and he's supposedly the ace, you know? Uh, my parting shot is this. Gentlemen, I don't know if you know for sure. Now you know. In 2011, the Super Bowl will be played in Dallas, Texas. Ooh. It's enough to make you want to vomit. Jerry Jones is my most hated person on the planet. <laughs> Because how he, they're building a 100,000-seat stadium. Wow. They want to see that team, that putrid, star-bangled crap team. Is God still going to look down on their team? Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to have the patented hole where you can take a dump. <laughs> what, what were uh, the God, names God that Fairface uh, came up with? <laughs> God can cop a squat. Where you can take a dump. Good one, D-Man. Thank you very much. I, I have to give Pearface a little props for that as well. Um, that's for, it for me. I'm, I'm just I'm angry that the Super Bowl is going to be played in Dallas, Texas. Well, you know, Dallas, Texas, February, it's cold there. 
You know, well, well, then what's up? Why can't you play it in New York? Why can't you play it in, uh, Philadelphia. in Philly anymore? Well, I'd have to believe it's a little colder in New York than in Philly than Dallas, Texas in February. We'll have to see about that. 2011. How old will I be? 50. I uh, see. He's saying he ran out of the baseline, interfered there. So that's one play. Turn the shit up. I got to see what the fuck's going on. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.